0: Carla, how's it going this morning? Doing well. Thanks. Hey. Thanks, Shannon. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for checking in with us. Are you in the great state of Wisconsin this morning? Today I am. Yes, yes I am. We like I, it when you. Usually- Minnesota or Wisconsin right so we like it when you check in with us so our producers gonna go ahead and reload those commercials and everything we want to make sure that we uh, honor our sponsor yeah, about that guys yeah, so that's all good so we're all happy to talk good. to you though Carly it's a uh, it's uh, as I was saying when we were getting you on the line that we always encourage people to go ahead and they can write in if they go to our website my talk 1071.com and use the keyword health and wealth they can give us suggestions on what they like us to cover in the future also we encourage them to go to your website clearstepfinancial.com do the same thing and I know that you guys i set up there's a nice little tab right there just for my talk so it's very easy to find a really easy way to connect with everybody just by going to your website as well right and uh, that's for
1: a complimentary consultation Mm -hmm. initially if uh you know we've had a number of people uh, reaching out to us and just wanting some information there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of questions people have so uh, please reach out to us on that uh, www.clearstepfinancial.com forward slash my talk or even to call 651-600-0855.
0: And thanks again for bringing up that word uncertainty, Carla, because that's definitely when we're picking the subject matters and the things that we talk about here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show. Lately, that's been a lot of it is trying to even in these these current situations that are unlike Anything that anyone alive right now has dealt with before it's trying to go Here's the information that clear step financial and your resources can provide to make it a little less That that anxiety that we all have right now because we're dealing with something that is so out of the norm
1: Yes, and there are still some guidelines to follow that will help all of us to achieve our financial goals to get through all this so some people are closer to retirement than others. Some are in retirement, and there's there's are these guidelines that we follow that really have been very valuable throughout the years. I've been doing this almost 30 years. I know Cassandra and I together uh, have been doing this for many many years. And there's some key pieces that we're going to talk about today, just to, just to help maneuver through all this and to still feel confident and secure, knowing that you have that ability to get. To achieve your financial goals whatever they are and so we'll talk about some of those key pieces
0: I also think it's fantastic that when you guys are looking through your numbers of who's contacting you that it definitely has helped to demystify that am I the kind of human being that could use advice from a financial advisor I you know from my previous experience I know that it's a lot of well why would I call them what do they do and I really appreciate that so many more people have been contacting you to get that advice and to kind of get, you know, a a, a good grasp on what they can do to educate themselves about their finances. Because according to you, hasn't it been about twice as many people as normal have been calling? Right, right.
1: And, and, you know, it's, it's wonderful because we're here to help people, right? That's our focus. That's our goal. We want to help people to, again, to achieve their financial goals, help guide and direct. It's kind of like look at some of the major things in your life when you, have a coach or have someone to be right there with you to guide and direct someone who's experienced, who, uh, kind of knows your situation, gets, gets the feel for what you're going through. And then from there, there's, there's key pieces sometimes knowledge to obtain from us, a, a person who is in the field, like a financial advisor, like ourselves, who have been very experienced for many, many years, just to help guide and direct a little bit. Uh, It might might be, hey, you know, this looks great over here, but you may want to look at some options over here. And, again, with the added uncertainty, you know, we're all going through our personal lives, which is very difficult. You know, we've got family members and we've got uh, business and, and we have jobs and all kinds of things that are right at our doorstep that we have to deal with. But then we also have our financial piece that that we want to deal with as well, and we want to achieve those financial goals. So we're there for that piece of the puzzle. We're there to help every step of the way to help you achieve your financial goals. So that's, that's where our focus is.
0: Right, and um, the particular um, example and analogy that we're using today is that, that uh, as we've mentioned before, that three-legged stool, like some place that you would sit that'd be a stable base, and that seemed like before, those three legs of this stool were supposed to be somewhat equal in what they did as they moved you into retirement. Is that the way that it was originally set up, Carla?
1: Well, in, interesting, look at, let's look at the demographics and what happened years ago when people would retire. I look at my father, right? Mm-hmm. My father who's passed away now a couple of years, but when, uh, he was working, he worked at Pabst in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. right? So he had a pension and many people years ago had pensions in their companies. Um, now remember too, back in the fifties, sixties, Even 40s, people were living maybe 60s, 70s. That was uh, that was old, right? Now it doesn't seem old to me, but that was old back then, right? You didn't you didn't have the life expectancy we do today. We have we have the fastest growing population of people are the centenarians, people reaching age 100. So many of and many uh, people that we sit down with have longevity in your family. You might have mom and dad that lived until 80s, 90s, or even 100, and You're looking and you're thinking, okay, if I want to retire 50, 60, uh, am I going to have enough money to make sure I have enough money for the rest of my life? So these are valid concerns people have. So, But years ago, so we had life expectancy uh, only in their, like I said, 60s, maybe 70s. You had Social Security benefits. Remember when Social Security was first developed, Mm -hmm. people were only living until like mid-60s. At the latest 70s. So the Social Security wasn't designed initially anyway to be there for people all the way through age 100. Right. Um, plus, we have a different demographics now, too. We don't have the same number of people paying into it like we did years ago.
0: Okay. Um, And then when we're talking about pensions, I'm not sure if we've covered this. What's the primary difference between what a pension is and what some other people might have via their employee, those 401ks and those type of savings accounts? I am so those type of retirement accounts. Yeah. So
1: people, you know, this whole conversation today that we have is based on, uh if you look if you sit on a stool mm-hmm. and have you ever sat on a three legged stool? Yes. It's pretty solid, right. but it's still a little wobbly. But when you sit on a chair that has four solid legs, you feel pretty darn secure. And if so if you have so we're likening retirement, the security feeling feeling uh good secure in retirement to basically how many stools, how many legs of that stool do you want? Right. You three is pretty darn good. People years ago, like my dad retired with a three legged stool. He had his pension. He had social security. Although remember with PAPS, if anyone followed that back in the 70s, 80s, I think it was 90s,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, maybe it was 90s, that they, that they closed up. And all of a sudden the pension had, they were even concerned that that pension was going to be there. So right. pensions, aren't necessarily as solid as they were years ago. There's, Fair enough. you know, that hopefully, hopefully if you have a pension, it's there. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, that pension is a defined benefit. A defined benefit means that the benefit has been defined when you first signed your contract to oh. work at the company. Mm-hmm. They told you how much they were going to put in the pension and approximately what you would receive at what age depending upon how long you work. So that's called a defined benefit. A lot of pensions, when you retire, uh, still the older ones, you can't roll over into a lump sum. It just gets paid out over your lifetime or you and your spouse, if that's what you choose.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Some pensions today, though, do allow you to do a lump sum rollover. So pensions can be, if they're solid and they're secure, Uh, but they can be a key piece to retirement, but Mm -hmm. there's so very few people nowadays have the pensions to fall back on.
0: Right. Okay. Well, we're going to go into our first break and when we get back, we're going to give more information about how to help unwobble that three-legged stool, right, Carla? Right. And then we'll talk about ways to diversify because that's,
1: that is the key. Part one of the keys to retirement security.
0: Yeah, thank you very much for being part of the show. We appreciate everybody that's listening. You're listening to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 107.1 with Clearstep Financial welcome back to the financial health and wealth show here on my talk 1071 also available at mytalk 1071.com keyword financial i'm sorry keyword health and wealth i'm shannon here with our good friend carla from clear step financial we're talking about that basics of how we got to the system that we have with retirement and how things have kind of changed over the time uh since it was set up back when we had pensions and a lot of things back in the day right carla Yes, yes, well, things are changing and right. they're continuing to change and we
1: need to make sure that we're uh be adjustable and flexible with some of the changes in the financial world that that are changing today and you know, we're going through a lot. Again, we're going right. through a lot, right? With the uh, the economic world that we're living in, the markets um, have dropped down 20 30 uh, some percent more and then you've got the political aspects that we're all dealing with so there's a lot yeah there's a lot that we're dealing with absolutely so, but years ago you know we have the pensions very few people have those pensions and you know there's a lot of question about social security is social security going to be there for us and um, I have my own personal opinions about it but uh, but we all, like I said, have our questions about it, and they're valid. They're very yes. valid uh, questions. But what? that's one of the three-legged stools or four-legged stools And it is seems... to uh, Social Security benefit.
0: Right, and regarding our finances, and especially as we're trying to move forward into um, a comfortable, as much as comfortable can be when we're retiring and in our retirement years, um, it definitely seems one of those things where, Saying, well, back in my day and resting on what things used to be like does not at all benefit you. You really have to work with somebody that can help you keep track of what's going on in the now and the present.
1: Yeah. You know, I just had a conversation yesterday about this because uh, some people have been raised, you know, look at look at the parents that that now my dad was too young for the Great Depression. But look at the people that were raised in the great in the depression of the 1930s the the families that came out of that learned certain skills and learned how to be conservative, learned and appreciate. There's certain things you learn. In every experience we have in life, we learn different things. Then I learned from kind of my, you know, the next generation or two generations after that, there's a lot of skill sets that I have learned, but but a lot of it came from back then. So so we're learning again today, we're learning through, when we deal with trials and tribulations, a lot of our life, we learn, we learn how to maybe manage our money a little bit um, easier or, or or maybe make dis- financial decisions, right? Maybe be a little bit more conservative. Right. Um, so there's things that we're learning here with with our experiences. But so we have to take from the past, mm-hmm. right? take all the good things from the past, but some of those thoughts that don't serve us anymore that we need to shift, make sure we're shifting to adjust to these current market conditions.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. So when we are looking at today um, and, we, and we've and we had whole shows on Social Security and those type of things, is that another thing like similar to pensions with Social Security since we it, it goes back in the – one of the, if we're looking at the legs of our stool, it's another one of the uncertain wobbly ones (laughs) where we don't have a lot of control over it. Or what do you think?
1: Right. We want it to be secure. And I think there's a good chance that it will be secure, but there's always that, you know, there's a lot of questions about it. When is it going to not be around anymore? Right. What, 2030, 2034, somewhere in there. But again, unless things change. Maybe we're going through a, a fundamental transformation in our financial world right, right now, too. If we did that, and if we were in process of that, there's a good chance then it will be around. If we if we stay down the path we're in now with our debt and our Social Security benefits that we have to pay out and Medicare expenses, remember those when a person reaches age sixty five, those are all the expenses. And if our debt continues, right now it's at thirty one trillion, those three pieces together will cause major problems in our financial world in mm-hmm. future. So we've got to take care of them. And I know there's some changes on, you know, in the pipe pipe care, but uh but we have to like I said, we have to change that or make a shift or make a change and right. then hopefully, hopefully, we will then have social security, and hopefully pensions will be there for us, and then that third part of that stool is our own personal savings and I know we're going to go into a little bit greater detail there
0: well, I think as we we have about two minutes to wrap up, but um, one of those things you talk about is not putting all of your eggs in one basket, and now it sounds like we need to kind of counter from that and put more of our eggs in our own personal retirement basket than we used to. is that right, right? mm. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Well, there's there's a number of ways to diversify. I know people depend on their 401ks, right? Mm-hmm. That is a big, depend- you know, they depend on that. They depend on putting a lot of money in there. And a rule of thumb that I have that I follow, and I've always followed this, is if you have a match in your 401k, use the match, right? That makes sense. You might get additional monies, 100% right off the bat. That makes sense. It's a key piece. And then you got to look at your risk tolerance. If you're closer to retirement, you may want to be more conservative, or if you're younger, you could be a little bit growth oriented. But so many people, what they do is they dump all this money in their 401k. And that could be, um, that may not be necessarily recommended because, again, go back to that legged stool. If you have only three legs, you're, you're somewhat solid, but you're still a little wobbly. What if you had a few other strategies out there, maybe even outside your 401k? Maybe, uh, you know, you got different types of taxes. It could be, I know we'll go into that the next section here. We'll go into the diversified tax buckets and then the diversified investment buckets that, Um, might give you a little bit more strength in your financial future.
0: All right. That is an excellent idea to move on to some other ways to give you some strength. We'll talk about that when we return, reminding that you can find this episode and previous episodes by going to our website. You can also find out about some of the amazing educational opportunities they do at ClearStep Financial. There are some new ones that will be coming up in the fall, but you can go ahead and get on the list right now. Go to clearstepfinancial.com and just look for that MyTalk tab. We'll be right back here with the Financial Health and Wealth Show on MyTalk 107.1. Yes, welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon, here with Carla from ClearStep Financial, going over some ways to uh, make yourself a little more comfortable into your retirement, always giving you those foundational uh, options that are out there. And you can also get some personal advice by setting up that complimentary consultation. It's very easy. Just go to their website, clearstepfinancial.com. And Carla, don't worry, I'm going to give out the phone number for everybody out there, and I'll do it mm-hmm. again at the mm-hmm. end. So 651 six zero 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 eight five five that's six five one six zero 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 eight five five to set up that complimentary consultation and you're right some people do just feel more comfortable going let's have this first interaction over the phone let me kind of get a vibe for you know you can get a vibe for each other better with your voice and that kind of thing so i understand why some people would rather call
1: well it's yes initially right some of us uh some of us baby boomers and even you know some of the younger people they, they just like to pick up the phone and call but you know, and we can do in-person. I, I like doing in-person meetings. We can do virtual or we can talk on the phone and just initially talk together and just share some ideas. But um, it's really interesting to me. I, I think a lot of people do like the in-person and it really is personable just to share and talk and Get to know each other and see if there's a good match here uh, to see if we can help you with your financial goals.
0: Absolutely, because one of the things that we do always encourage on this show and our other shows is is finding, as you said, a good match. And there are lots of resources out there, but you want to find someone who communicates to you in the ways and means that make sense for you. And so it's it's always going, I mean, from both sides. You know, there might be some people that are like, hey, all I want to do is be super aggressive and only do this. And that might not be your style. And it's finding a different way to get the information and the resources that you need so that you're not just feeling more out of the loop. You're feeling less out, out of the loop because of the uh, the interactions that you have with your advisor. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's
1: so important uh, to trust, to trust right. and To uh, Feel comfortable with the person who's helping you with your financial goals. That's really key,
0: right? Well before we went to break we were talking about how there it it's in many of our best interest to Have some different even though we may be handling more of that when we use that eggs in a basket uh, Mentality we may be putting more of the eggs into the baskets that we know we have the most um, uh, 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 ability to control and change and maneuver on our own. But there's still lots of ways to make that basket a lot more secure. Is that correct? Right, okay. right. Well,
1: it's, you know, when you, no matter where you're at in your financial uh, age, right, with your mm-hmm. retirement goals or with whatever goals you have with regarding money and finance, Diversification with your taxes. Let's talk about tax diversification okay. first. It's really key because if you have all your money in tax deferred, which means like a four hundred one K where you've never paid taxes, four hundred three B, uh four fifty seven, uh pensions or uh other other accounts simple plans where you've never paid taxes, just remember you will end up paying taxes on that eventually. Okay. So don't just live for the moment. You know, so many people live for the moment. Oh, it's all pre-tax, pre-tax. Mm-hmm. I don't have to pay taxes. But it's key to think about, again, go up to your match, have a piece of your portfolio there. But just remember, when it's in the 401K, this is the issue I have with some 401Ks, if we have so much money in there, is that they, they don't have the ability to be daily managed. Okay. Where you have a program or an advisor having the ability to manage them, they're exposed to a roller coaster ride. I call right. it a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. Um, as you get closer to retirement or in retirement, you don't necessarily want that roller coaster ride anymore, and that just means that you have big swings in your account. Okay, you have the big ups and downs in the account, and as we uh, again need start start looking at, okay, I'm going to have to draw from that account that's not a comfortable feeling knowing that there's big swings so right. in 401k plans though the management is up to you mm-hmm. the advisor can help guide but there's not the daily management in there in right. the
0: 401ks. And one of the things we've mentioned before about those 401ks is when you were talking about things like, you know, having those those regular um, deposits that are replaced into it regarding the match, but then also basically that's one of those things where you and your dollar cost averaging conversations and those things come into place. So you do want to continue to put pieces in there, but you don't want to always have everything banking on that is what you're saying. Correct. And so
1: people, they're still looking back at the last 20 years and saying, wow, look at what I did. I did great in my 401k or the last, you know, since 08, 08 was the last major down market we had. And so since then, the markets have popped up. But Mm -hmm. just remember, a lot of that market has been propped up by uh, money, the printing of money. Right. Uh, So just as and, and we'll see where things go in the future here. But it's really key and important to, again, part of feeling comfortable and secure, diversify uh, your taxes, Mm -hmm. but also diversify how you manage your money, the investments that your monies are going into. Okay. Um, There's all different ways to do that. I know we'll talk about that in just shortly here. I know we're on taxes right now. Yes. Um, So...
0: So we started with, I'm sorry. So we started with the tax deferred and then there's the tax advantaged within that, which uh, sometimes can be part of your 401k, but it's a different designation.
1: Right. So Mm -hmm. that's one piece of diversification taxes. So if you had part of your money go into, even in your 401k, you have the ability to invest in a Roth 401k. -hmm. It's after tax. You don't get the tax break on the money going in. You can get the match in there. Um, and your outside Roth IRA that you invest outside of the Roth or outside of your 401k Roth, you can still invest in your Roth outside of your Roth 401k. Okay.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
1: They don't influence each, each other. You don't have, um, you know, if you invest five, uh, six thousand or seven thousand, uh, six thousand up to age 50, 49. But once you're 50, you can invest seven thousand a year, as long as you qualify from an income standpoint, in a Roth outside of your 401k if you have earned income. Um, Inside, though, your 401k, you could take 100% or you could go up to 50% of your contribution in your 401k in a Roth. Diversify that way as well.
0: Okay. This is a lot of so many options, <laughs> so many options. Where I uh, again, another reason why I like to have be able to talk these things thing with you because you even mentioned options that I know don't come up very often. Like one that I saw on the list is this some sort of life insurance retirement plan or or what's involved with that? It, you know, it sounds yeah. like that doesn't come up as often.
1: No, what is this LURP? What is this? Yes. LURP? that's what that's what that is. It's mm-hmm. a life insurance retirement plan. Okay, it's not for everyone. It is under the category of tax advantage. Tax advantage just means that you don't get a tax break going into the investment, but when you pull it out and you start drawing from it as a withdrawal, then you get the tax benefit where you don't have to pay taxes. So we like to see that tax diversification through time. There is great value in that. Okay, Uh, If you had different buckets of money, your pre-tax, which is like your 401K, then you have tax um, taxable, which is mm-hmm. money that you just you build up, you build up a savings, you build up gosh, we can set up accounts and different strategies with just liquid, just keep right. it liquid, keep a portion of your money liquid, it gives you flexibility in your life um, it gives you it's something you can use for weddings and travel, even in retirement it's a nice to have a pot of money, liquid pot of money, and then the last category is what we're talking about right now that tax advantage where you don't have to pay taxes on the growth okay you pull that money out it does give a layer of uh just knowing that you got that pot of money if you want to stay within a certain tax bracket in retirement or um, even before you're retired you have the ability to draw from some of those accounts too uh, where you can take out what you put in so they they just add a layer of flexibility
0: okay and when we're looking at trying to determine the mix of those and I know everyone's situation has to be tailored to them but how do you help the uh, each of our our, our clients navigate the how does that mix make sense for you like I mean what are the general guidelines that help me determine how much of my money should be in each of those options
1: So good question. Okay. So usually what we recommend is that, and again, it's based on circumstances, age and all of that, but usually you go, always go up to your match in your 401k. That makes sense. Yes. Um, Get your match in your 401k. And then we talked about the risk, how to invest according to where you're at with your risk tolerance. Okay. So that, that would be a, a strong recommendation. The second though, is to look, Outside your 401k, and if you qualify for a Roth, make sure you're maximizing your Roth outside of your 401k okay. contributions. Uh, 6000 up to age 49 and then 50 and above, you can add that extra catch-up, which is an extra $1,000, uh, to go up to the $7,000 inside of the, or inside your Roth
0: okay. IRA. Okay.
1: So, those are traditionally um, real strong recommendations as, as a guideline generally which with with most people would probably fall into that, that type of guideline.
0: Okay. So when we get back, are we going to cover more information on where we can have some of our money put as we diversify? So we've got some strategies and
1: ideas uh, okay. to talk about during these uh, uncharted territory that we're in here that might help people to feel secure and we'll talk about the different investment strategies
0: right i also want to remind everybody that securities advisory services offered through harbor investment inc member finra sipc also reminding you too that you can set up that complimentary consultation just go to clearstepfinancial.com or call them at 651-600-0855 we'll be right back here on the financial health and wealth show Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on MyTalk 1071 with our good friend, Carla Zevnik-Seifzer from ClearStep Financial. I'm Ms. Shannon, and we're trying to help give you some more stability in our very uncertain times that we have going on, uh, Carla. So thanks for bringing up this subject matter today. Um, We got into, we got through our talking about some of those ways to diversify regarding our tax decisions, uh, which we know is a very complex, complex road to travel but now, as we are talking about some other varieties of ways that we may want to diversify our money in order to help deal with those ups and downs in the market, um, some of the things that we talked about are like things like managed accounts and those type of things. What are those? How, how does that work, and how do I know if I, it's the right thing for me?
1: Well, it's a good conversation to have mm-hmm. with a financial advisor, and you can contact us, and we'd be more than happy to talk with you uh, initially, we offer that initial free or complimentary consultation right. uh, to just talk and see if there's a good match here. So I think part of a decision in the money and finance is, again, trusting the person that you want to work with. Right. And, and then discussing things. And it's got to resonate. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of us have this intuition within us that is very strong, and it has to resonate with that intuition right. that we have. And so these are just ideas and strategies that we do work with, one of them being a third party management, where we have third party companies that do the management on a daily basis. There's some really uh key strategies that they use to be able to maneuver some of Some of it is picking up the trends and the sectors right. because part of being successful in this type of market environment right now is to be able to pick up trends. Yes. What are the trends that are working? What are the sectors that are doing well and selling the ones that aren't and the ones that are doing well to pick those up? But that can be kind of tricky sometimes mm-hmm. because if you're in mutual funds that don't have that ability to pick up the trends in the sectors, you're more stuck on that roller coaster ride where here it's more. Um, where a third-party company makes those decisions for you. So that is one option. There's some, again, companies out there that do that daily that we work with to help potentially increase the return, but we also want to help minimize the risk.
0: Right. I kind of like that option because it takes that Um, Those butterflies in your stomach feeling from off my shoulders and puts it on (laughs) professionals where I'm going, I know they're not infallible, but they're ones that are trained to follow these types of information and make decisions as much as possible based upon the information that they can receive.
1: Right, right. Mm -hmm. Right. And they have the tools and the ability. That's all. Many of these companies, that's all they do every day. They don't even work with the clients. They just manage the portfolios and the money. Um, respond to, you know, a lot of these, they're not, they're not projecting what's going to happen. They're responding daily to what's going to happen. Gotcha. Re- I, I'm sorry, not to what, to, but they respond to the current market conditions. They right. respond daily. Right. Uh, they're not guessing or projecting um, out there. And I think that's where some people get into trouble sometimes with investing is they project mm-hmm. or, or we, we uh, make decisions based on fear uh, where we're afraid, and then we turn everything into money market, right? right, or CDs, or and I'm not saying that's not a way to go, but I think we have to watch what drives us. Pay attention to that. What is what is driving us to make these decisions? Right, and, and some of us, some um, it's good information,
0: right? And and some people, and you've talked about this before, do the opposite. So they make decisions from a position of I missed out on this great way to make all this money. So you're trying to constantly jump on whatever the most aggressive turn is, which can still right. backfire for you. So you can miss out if you're too conservative, but you can also jump, you know, into, well, this seems like the new hotness. I'm going to jump in there and put all my money into this, you know, very risky endeavor. Thinking that you're going right. to get the biggest, you know, the biggest bang for your investment dollars and that can come back to bite you as well. So this actually seems to be more of a, a metered reason to be able to make these decisions. Is that what you would consider it? Because you still might miss out on something, but you're probably going to be more likely to make the most adapted changes without being super aggressive or super lethargic in your decision making. Right, right. Mm -hmm. It helps us to be more even keel. You know,
1: when we're, uh, I was listening to um, a pretty successful person years ago, and I I just always fall back on this. This is a life, this was a life lesson. And I see this, though, with investing as well, that um, he made a comment. He said, never, ever get too excited about things in life, but never, ever get too down about things in life. Fair enough. Okay. Mm -hmm. That middle of the road is a great approach in life. But I also see that as investing. I, you know, we we have the more aggressive investments, we have the more conservative as well. But that middle of the road, um, where where we still have the growth but yet minimally risk, uh, can be can be a, a a solid foundation for for people with a, at least part
0: of their investment portfolios. Right. Then Carla, we have about five minutes left, so I want to make sure that we get into that talking about you know. If you want to be a little more guaranteed you know, and guaranteed to sound like even me saying out loud, it sounds like a very difficult thing to do when we're talking about our financial future, because there's so many things that we don't know. But what are the suggestions that you normally make when you want to have a bit more of a guarantee on the money that you're investing?
1: Yep. So there are some portfolios and programs, product providers that we do use that do have more of a guarantee. Part of retirement, though, you know, years ago we had the the, the three-legged stool, right? Uh-huh. One of the legs was the pensions. And so people would retire and they would have a pension. Well, today, most people don't have those pensions anymore. But what it did is it helped people to feel secure in retirement. Right. Right. They had the pension, they had Social Security, and then they had their own personal savings. So in today's world, uh, part of that guarantee feeling of security is you could, there are annuities out there that have the ability, and I know the annuity word, some people <laughs> like it, some people don't. Right, I right. Think we have to look at what it gives us, right? You okay. have to, for some people, it may be a value. So I always tell people just be open to listening to it because get the information first right. um, on all investments uh, to see if they match your cer- certain circumstances, your risk tolerance. But for some people, those guarantees, uh, you know, when you have clients that are ready to retire and they're they're taking a five or six percent distribution from right. a pot of money that they saved up, I'll tell you, it's uh, a lot of people can feel very secure going into retirement knowing that that's there. So that is one of the guarantee income options that have a predictable income. It could be over two lives too. It could be over the husband and wife oh, life. Okay.
0: So Uh, if you want to, because sometimes I'm sure you're like, I worked really hard to get where I am. I just want to know that I can, I can, if nothing else, be in this particular variety of lifestyle as long as possible. Is that usually what the annuity provides for people? Yeah, provides where they, they,
1: they take this income and they use it to pay maybe for their fixed expenses. Okay. Uh, Housing Mm -hmm. could be, well, right now housing could be going up too, but. Um, housing expenses. Some of those expenses that we, and I'm, I'm going to use the word fixed expenses, but actually some of these have been going up earlier a little bit with inflation,
0: yes, right, gas, mm-hmm. food, <laughs> right.
1: Um, but that's what you use them for. You use some of those guarantees uh, income for some of those fixed expenses that you have, just to you know you know it's covered. You know it's covered with the income coming in, and then you have diff- other pots of money that you use maybe for travel you have a pot of money and then you have money for other expenses and you might even have a Roth bucket or mm-hmm. I, I like to use those Roth investments for incidentals in retirement just just to when you need a car you need you need uh, to travel somewhere you want to you want to use it for extra money out there so you give a job to your buckets of money in retirement right. too and um, th- that way you know what they're there for as well, because when you when you don't earn the income anymore, and you don't have that income from a paycheck, you think a little differently, mm-hmm. and it's a shift in in our some of our financial decisions, and it, it really helps to feel more secure when you know you got buckets of money, income coming from different sources to pay for different things, give it a job.
0: Right. And over the next couple of minutes before we wrap up for today's show, do we want to talk about that buy and hold strategy and who that works best for?
1: Well, in a buy and hold, very often is using mutual funds. Okay. And you let it ride. You let it ride through the years. And if you, a part of that is in 401k plans too, that would be more of a buy and hold. Uh, if you just put it in a mutual fund and you let it ride, uh, the buy and hold. So it's interesting. So some people today, and and for a portion of your money, that might be a good strategy to let it ride. As you get closer to retirement, uh, you may want to look at uh, different types of investments. So there are some mutual funds that are alternative funds. They're not correlated to the market. Right. It helps diversify our portfolios and maybe smooth out the ride a little bit. Right. Um, and for some people they like to keep some in the buy and hold uh, where you just go through the ups and downs of the market so that is for a portion of uh, allocation that could be a strategy but that would be more of a long-term strategy the buy and hold where you let it ride because you have to be able to recoup from drawdowns and that might we don't know how long that'll take that might take a number of years. Um but there are some non-correlated alternative funds that can be a nice piece to add to people's uh, portfolios, again, to help them achieve their financial goals.
0: Well, thank you, Carla, and we want to remind everyone out there, if you would like some more detailed information specific to you and you want to know what you can do to make and maximize your retirement income, make sure that you call ClearStep Financial. You can call them at 651-600-0855 or hit up their website, clearstepfinancial.com, keyword my talk. We'll talk to you uh, next week.